And now, a Blaze Media podcast. As mentioned on the show, Chewing the Fat, of which you're listening to right now, uh, I did the poll, uh, thinking about doing a 30-day quarantine, no shave. And, uh, you know, don't tell my wife. And, of course, someone did. But uh, 69.3% of you said no shave. 30.7% of you said shave. Uh, she believes that she is the only vote that matters because, uh, she does not want me to grow a beard, but I have, uh, I have not shaved now for, uh, I think going on five or six days and, uh, there's only 30 days in the quarantine left. Trump said, uh, 30 more days. So it's just 30 more days. <laughs> We'll see who wears the pants in this family. As we talked about yesterday on Chewing the Fat, thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Uh, just yesterday's podcast. Uh, go back and listen. Hello. But uh, we talked about the possibility that after this is all said and done, the... the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus lockdown, uh, the quarantine world, uh, that I was thinking yesterday, I'm just thinking out loud that divorce rates are going to go up. People are not going to be happy with each other. We've talked a lot about families, you know, being together and, you know, playing games and we're just be happy and you got to try to be together. But I could just feel that couples are at the end of this going to be at their with edge with each other. I just do not want to be with you. I want a divorce. I can't take it. I haven't been able to get out of the house. I can't go see my girlfriend or boyfriend at the gym. I can't go see my girlfriend or boyfriend at the racetrack. I just can't do it. I love the little cutie pie at Starbucks that I get my coffee from every day. And we've been seeing each other for the last couple months. And now we haven't seen each other anymore. And I'm stuck with you. I want a divorce. And, that, and there's no, you know, there's no courts going on these days, so you got to ride it out. And uh, I see a story yesterday afternoon out of uh, China talking about divorce rates after the coronavirus quarantines. A Shanghai divorce lawyer has said that his caseload has increased 25% since the city's lockdown eased. It isn't even completely over. They've just eased it a little bit. 25%. I knew it. And it's going to happen here. It's coming to a country near you very soon. And inside the story, it gives you an example of Ms. Wu, a housewife in her 30s in southern Guangdong province, who, I mean, Guangdong province, if you haven't spent any time there this time of year, beautiful. She spent almost two months in isolation with her out-of-work spouse. They fought constantly. Wu, who declined to give her full name because she wants to protect her privacy, uh-huh, ticked off a familiar list of marital irritants, including money, too little, screen time, too much, housework and child care, not evenly split. One particular annoyance was her husband's habit of their two children in play in the evening when they were supposed to be going to bed. He's a troublemaker. I don't want to endure anymore. We agreed to get a divorce, and the next thing is to find lawyers. I, you just feel it coming. I, it absolutely is going to happen here. 
So if you're a divorce attorney or if you're just attorney and you're thinking, how am I going to survive? Start doing divorces because it's coming. That is coming right as soon as we get done with this. I know we got, you know, at least 30 days. That's the Chris Cruz light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, is the light at the end of the tunnel is not at the end of 30 days, by the way. You can quote me. I'm still looking at I would love to say sometime in June. But what, I, what did I say? July 4th? Yeah. I think we start loosening up maybe a little in June. But we're not even, even going to be close to a light at the end of the tunnel till July 4th. It's just me just talking out loud. You know, what do I know? It's just you know, tell me on a podcast, talking out loud. That's all I'm saying. So we also got news. Why are we not using this for to help the rest of the world? We have a story from Italy about a man titled Mr. P, born in 1919, uh, same period as the Spanish flu. He grew up between World War One and World War Two. Now he's turned out to be the oldest patient in Italy to recover from COVID-19. We have a story, a 95-year-old veteran, Bill Kelly from Oregon, has recovered from COVID-19. I mean, he's lived through the Great Depression, served in the South Pacific during World War II, and now he's recovered from COVID-19. Why are we not taking these men's blood? Why are we not using their blood for vaccines? I don't, I don't even care if they works. say no, yes or no. It's not up to them. I We're don't using think your blood. That's how that works, though. You can't just take their blood. Uh, sure, we can. It's a pandemic. It's a worldwide problem. We're, we're taking your blood. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're going to sit there and we're going to take your blood and then we're going to create some vaccines. And you're not going to go anywhere. So when your body recreates some more blood, we're going to take some more. And that's the way it goes, whether you want to or not. Do you, do That's you the really, way it is. Do you really think that it was because of a bat? Do you really think this was all because I of a bat? Know. I don't know. Remember, we had the story. I don't know if we had the story or not. Maybe I just heard the story. Because there, there was a story out there that talked about how it got started at that uh, at the animal food market yeah, that the they all market, go yeah. to. But it was because of one of the guys that worked at the lab was selling the test animals to the market. And, you know, could, is there any way to prove that? No. Yes. Is the guy that, no. is the guy that was selling at the market, where, where is he? Dead? Or, you know, I don't know. There's no way to really prove that. That's just, you know, maybe it's just some... <laughs> <laughs> Some guy on YouTube I heard, you know what happened? And I went, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I could go with that. I don't know. I really don't know what it was. I think it was, uh, you know, it sounds good to say it was because of, you know, they're eating strange animals at the market. Is it just because they, you know, somebody spilled a vial in the in the test lab in China and the whole thing went to hell? I don't know. I don't know that it matters. You, have you seen those videos of the market? Yes. Uh, that is some pretty freaky. At, like, why are you eating that dog alive? I know. Kill the dog. And there's a there's YouTube channels out there with those with the, the the China guys YouTube channels eating all those animals, and it's it's really even with ketchup, I'm not eating those. No. Like, even with ketchup, like, I'm not eating those. Uh, like I, I I don't understand like. 
there's so many other animals that you can eat, and now you, yeah. you, and then the, the the funny the funny part about those videos is like you have the menu board. It's just the pictures of the animals. Like, come on, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. You should not be. I'll take. Is that a bat? Yeah, I'll take that bat with a little bit of caterpillar. And is was that a butterfly? Okay, yeah. Can you top it up with a butterfly? Like, no, we're not doing that. I know. No, we're not. Uh, doing and if it's any anything at this market you can eat, all these animals. It's most a lot of them are still alive, and they're just chomping on them. Yes, like oh, there was one where they're like, come they on. A, they had a dog. They threw a live dog in those big Chinese, you know, cooking pans. And the dog is yes. And I'm like, can you just kill it? Like, okay, I get it. Okay, fine. Let's. Oh, we're surprised that the Chinese people they eat dogs. Why do you think there's no uh, roaming cats or roaming dogs next to a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> it's not because they shush them away. It's because they're feeding it to you. I digress. Right. But if you're going to eat the animal at the market, can we at least kill the animal? Instead of cooking it alive, well, Chris would cook lobster and crab like that. Yeah, that's a lobster and that's a crab. And you put him in a bowl and you close the lid. You don't see the lobster. And you know what happens to the lobster? The lobster goes to sleep and never wakes up. A dog is like, arr, 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 arr. Oh, hold on, we need more hot sauce on this. Yeah, well, and by the way, if you have ever... Um said uh, not drop the lobster into boiling water. Like you put lobster, say, in cold water and then put the pot on the stove and turn it on. Once the water starts heating up, the lobsters crawl away. Yes. Uh, they crawl out of the way. They go, whoa, yes. hey, this water's starting to get a little warm. I'm going to go over here. Yes, which is why I'm going to find some cold water, yes. which is what the dogs and other animals are all trying to do, and the humans are holding them down. Yes. So I get I get that we're going to eat the dog. I get that I get we're going to eat yes. the camel. Fine. I get Fine. it. Whatever. Fine. Please, kill it first. That's, uh, you know what? You can quote me on that. And, and kill by the it way, first. I don't think we should be saying that PSA. Please kill your animal first before you cook it. <laughs> Like now, I should, I, you know, hi, this is Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat. You know, it's more important than ever in today's world. Whatever you're going to eat, kill it first. We here at Chewing the Fat are firm believers in eating whatever your little heart desires, whatever warms the cockles of your little heart. But most importantly, and now more than ever, kill your animals first. Thank you. Brought to you by the American Beef Society and every other animal society there is. Thank you. It's just insane. I mean, we're okay in America to eat chicken. I mean, we kill 8 billion chickens a year, but we just get pissed when you torture them. We know you, it's okay. We, we know you set them in cages and get them fat for us and then run them through your little plucker thing. But ever so often, somebody releases a video, the horrors of the chicken farm. And we get mad and we say, hey, treat them a little bit better, okay? Give them a massage. I, you. you know, massage the thighs, massage the <laughs> breast. Those chicken legs, I want them nice and tender. So can you just make right. sure that you, 
You use your knuckle. You know, you give a nice. I know massage. that the free range chickens are better and they get to know you on the farm and all that. I don't care. I just want to, I just want to have chickens to eat. Okay. I have cattle. We look, we want it. We're going to eat our beef. I just, do I want you to torture them? No. When you, no, but just kill them. Kill them first. Just kill them. I'm just kill sorry. It's, it's, if you're telling me that Chick-fil-A, which has the best chicken sandwich in the world, it's not Are killing their chicken. Or... I'm sorry? Are they a sponsor now? Or... No, like I said, Chick-fil-A oh, okay. is the best chicken sandwich in the world. And you telling me right now that they're not killing their chicken and they're just frying them up alive? I'll be like, you know what? No, Chick-fil-A. I am done. Right. I am not longer supporting you. Like, all we're asking you for... Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. We might. I, I, I'll say, look, I'm going to be really angry. Could you guys stop doing it, please? Because I'm going to have to think about maybe not supporting you, you know, as it, I drive through the drive-thru. I think it all goes to like a, a rule about the food industry. We have oh, so yeah. much trust in the food industry. Yes, we do. That seeing a person put a live dog in a cooker and you know the dog is still yapping his butt off and, you and any to... animal yeah any animal. now dogs are a little closer to our heart since we actually use them for pets yes and we get to know them and they're part of the family so when we see a dog a dog in a in a hot skillet we think oh no little fluffies in a frying no. pan Come get her out of there you know that, that makes me think also that you know residents at wuhan don't listen to this podcast because you've said it, I think, maybe three times in one week. Uh, when little Fluffy, you run out of food, um, you shoot little Fluffy, and then you have a meal. We did not say, turn on the skillet, put Fluffy in. Oh, right. No, I don't think we said that. I don't think we said and that. And on top of which, I don't have a wok big enough to put the whole Fluffy That's in anyway. So I got to kill it first anyway. Thank you. Thank you. It's a wok. I have a big yeah. walk. I just don't. I can fit a puppy. I can't fit a grown dog. Yeah, no, you gotta have a big one. I mean, some of the some of the Chinese uh, restaurants in the back. Oh yeah, got those monster walks. It takes yeah. three people to flip. Hey, yeah, go get Chi and Yan and Zhu. I mean, you're. <laughs> Let's flip this. It's time to flip the I mean, rice. You're, you're not only putting Fluffy in. I mean, you're putting Fluffy in. <laughs> but we don't we don't want that that's no, what i'm saying we don't no, want that no, kill him first if yeah. i see fluffy's already dead and you're throwing fluffy into the walk i'm like okay all right fine whatever but if fluffy even if fluffy or fluffy is you know you know scrunching around in there i'm thinking what are you doing i just stop I just it I just want to let the audience know this is not planned at all. I think this is just because we've been locked up for 20 days inside CQB that we just made a whole bit of Chinese people feeding us dogs out of General Soul Chicken. You know, it's fine. If you're telling me right, you know, right now, Jeffy, tell me if I'm wrong. Right now is the perfect chance for all these Chinese restaurants to tell us Hey, that General Soul chicken that you were having, you were right. It's General Soul cat. We're sorry, you know, we thought, you know, but. We'll, I'll never do that. We want to be transparent right now. Um, all the rumors are correct. 
the reasons why they will have no roaming dogs or roaming cats is because Jerusalem Chicken in real life is Jerusalem dog or cat. Right. They'll never do that. We don't want to know. I mean, really, we don't want to know. Oh, no, we, we, want, know. We, we want it in the back of our minds. We know, man, this, this is really good. And how come I can never get my meat to taste like this? Well, you need to cook fluffy. And then your meat will talk like, taste like that. But we don't really want to know. We don't want to know that, oh, man, this is so good. I know. Have you seen Mary and Joe's dog lately? No, I haven't. I don't know what happened to it. That's because you're eating it. Oh, nobody. We don't want to know that. We Fisher, don't want to know. Do you remember when McDonald's said, hey, from now on, our chicken nuggets will be 100% chicken? Yes. And we do all said, wait. That? Do we you said, remember wait that? Wait, wait a minute. What? What was it before? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't look at the time. But just to let you know, our, our chicken nuggets will be 100% chicken from now on. <laughs> so there is actual crime happening uh, in America uh, still today. I don't know if you know, I mean, the mayors of cities, these are telling us, we found out, uh, you know, earlier this week uh, that mayors are telling us, uh, hey, could you criminals stop for a little while and calm down? I mean, we've got this whole pandemic thing going on, so maybe you take it easy. But we found out that our, and I didn't realize that this was an actual task force, but the San Diego Tunnel Task Force has uh, uncovered another tunnel. Uh, they've actually done their job. Now, they seized 1,300 pounds of cocaine, 86 pounds of meth, 17 pounds of heroin, 3,000 pounds of marijuana, and more than two pounds of fentanyl from this tunnel. Why am I not finding this tunnel is my first question <laughs> before the San Diego Tunnel Task Force uncovered it. And it's one of the biggest in history. Estimated at $29.6 million street value. The tunnel, 2,000 feet, more than 2,000. A warehouse in Tijuana, Mexico, to a warehouse in uh, Otemesa area of San Diego. It was 31 feet down, 3 feet wide had a rail system, a reinforced walls, ventilation, lighting. I mean to tell you, this was a sophisticated way to get these drugs into our country. Incredible. So this incredible. Was, incredible work by the cartel. Incredible so work was, by the cartel. Congratulations. This was discovered by who? Our San Diego Tunnel Task Force. Okay. All right. All right. Just making sure... I wrote that correctly because I want to be part of the task force. I want to be part of that task force. <laughs> I want to go into tunnels. I want to find the mole people. I want to find the strippers that are hanging out down there. I want to find the you know the ex porn stars that are hanging out down there. I want to find the drugs. I feel like that is a great gig to have right now. And I tell you this, COVID nineteen so is not hanging out at the tunnels. 
So the San Diego Tunnel Task Force includes U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement's Homeland Security Investigations, U.S. Border Patrol, the Drug Enforcement Administration, and the United States Attorney's Office. Now, you know the Attorney's Office is like, I'm not going down that tunnel. <sighs> you guys go ahead and get it. Let me know when you guys are done. Can you wear some body uh, cam and then let us know, you know, from down there, <laughs> send a link up to my office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put it on YouTube. Uh, make sure you put it unlisted so no one can see it. And I am not moving from here. I got other cases to uh, figure out. So this was a transnational criminal organization. What does that mean? A transnational? That was just a cartel. It means okay. it's probably from the Chinese people. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Smuggling in fluffies for us to eat. They didn't mention that in what they found, though. No, uh, I think you they meant... said cocaine and meth and meant, heroin. Uh, not fluffy. Fluffy. But they didn't mention any fluffies. Weird. Fluffy. You'd think they would if it was a Chinese... Uh, these drug lords. It was, just, it was just Mexican cartels. Don't worry about it. You're fine. And we have good news. It's safety. You can breathe easy. The bad wig bandit has been busted. What? Uh, I know. He's done. He's done. The FBI announced the Badwig Bandit has been apprehended. And it was thanks to thanks to some, uh, and I mean that with every ounce of love in me. Uh, he was taken into custody at Fort Benning, Georgia. He attempted to enter the installation. I don't know why. It doesn't say. It just says the military police ran his ID, and he had another outstanding warrant for uh for something else and they were like yeah all right, you're not going anywhere you're under arrest so your people took care of them good job my people representing told you that we're good for something yeah i told you we're good for yeah, something the, <laughs> the gate people the gate people are all fine no problem don't worry about it <laughs> all right i need a coke zero man desperately in these times of struggle and pandemic everything is still okay as long as you have an ice cold Coca-Cola Zero. Oh, man. So good. If they go dry, we are they are gonna be hell to pay if they go dry. And I'm telling you, Coca-Cola, I know I'm doing all this for you for free, but I'm here for you. You need to subscribe to this podcast, Chewing the Fat. Right now. It's free. I cannot promise how long that's going to go on. I mean, I just can't. I can't promise you how long it's going to go on. But for right now, it's free. So whatever podcast platform you like to use, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, it is, subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Now, you can, when you are subscribing to Chewing the Fat, you might as well just go to YouTube and subscribe to Chewing the Fat YouTube channel as well. So, you know, you're busy subscribing. Go ahead. Now, if you think to yourself, hey, I was listening uh, this morning on Blaze Radio, which where I'm hearing this right now, and uh, I'm going through life without subscribing to Chewing the Fat. I'm going through life without subscribing to Chewing the Fat YouTube channel. Uh, some people would say, call you a loser. I would not. I would say you're just, you know, it's just time management issues and you just haven't done it yet. You know, I'm not, I'm not some other people. But some other people would continue to call you a loser. I don't want to be that person. But why not 
subscribe to Blaze TV. You heard this morning um, during my chewing the fat set unleashed. You can you know you can hear it on Blaze Radio, sure, but it's not the same thing. So subscribe to Blaze TV. And now is the time. Why? The biggest discount I I think probably ever that we've offered. Uh, go to uh, getblazetv.com. Getblazetv.com slash Jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy. Yeah, J-E-F-F-Y. Get $30 off one year for Blaze TV. I mean, I give and I give and I give on this program. What the was least the you can do again? is take a little. What's that? What was the website again? Getblazetv.com. Get.blaze. Well, I guess it's dot. Yeah, guess.blazetv.com. I mean, you can probably just go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. I would say don't use that one. Just go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. Okay. That one But the one they sent me was the one they sent me was get.blazetv.com. Get.blazetv.com slash Jeffy. Let's see if that one works. Service says, yes, you need a period. Okay. But if you go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. That one works also. But that works or doesn't? Yes, it does. Okay, so either way, use promo code Jeffy. What what's yes. your deal? Which, Why are you way, questioning well, because me? You because you said me off no, now. because earlier you said get blazetv.com slash Jeffy. That's what it says. Yes, but you need the period after the get. I'm I'm trying to help you out here so you don't look like an idiot. I'm just trying to help you out. You, you can't you can't help it. And by the it's way, okay. I kinda like this. This is new though, because your face is there now. It has the chewing the fat logo. Wait, it is? Yes. And it says, thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat because you are a valued listener to the podcast. We're offering you a discount, our biggest discount ever. And then right at the bottom, it has a picture of you, dude. Dot com slash Jeffy. Wait a second. Because what they sent me didn't have that. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool. That is pretty cool, right? Oh, it's so nice of him. Thank you. About damn time. I mean, thank you. Appreciate it. We were talking about Andrew Cuomo, uh, the uh, governor of the great state of New York, and his his possible nipple piercings. And I was trying to figure out what they were. I I expanded them out. I was thinking of maybe skull and crossbones, an X or an airplane. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, New York One. It's a special private airplane. I don't know. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> but according to his spokesperson, uh, his spokesperson, uh, Rich Azopardi, Azopardi, A-A-Z-Z-O-P-A-R-D-I, another gangster, uh, he said, of course not. Sorry, Internet. Oh, what? No, 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 no. Now I, I know. know. Now I know it's even truer. That he has his nipple pierced because right now you just want them to what? Hey, let's not talk about it. So what will you do? Oh, that right. was just a normal response will be, no, that was just the way that the shirt was caught. You know, yep. it was cold outside. And then I, I will even accept this horrible lie. Hey, the, the governor, he has, uh, you know, some deformed nipples. 
He's got, he's got some nipple disease. Quit making fun of him. Exactly. Because that's what my wife said. My wife said, hey, don't make fun of it because he could have. Oh, shut nipples. up. I hope you told your wife to shut up. You know, oh, he could have some sort of nipple disease. Yeah, okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, the, the nipple disease is that he has extra nipples. I don't think that's a disease <laughs> at all. No. It's just a deformity. No, the, but I'm the, sorry. No. Those two pictures I sent you, Jeffy, those look oh, yeah. like. Dumbbell. I looked at others. Yeah. I, I oh, looked, at looked at others. others? Other than, I mean, I, I, I did even more research on Wait, Andrew Cuomo's possible nipple piercing. Wait, hold on. Are you telling me that we, did, that we did a Chew and the Fat special on <laughs> nipple piercing of the governor of New York? Because if we did, I feel like that is money well spent. I feel like that is well money well spent by having to see if the governor of... New York had, but I'm sorry, any, any female out there that has their peers, they know, oh yeah, I recognize this. This is the dumbbell ones that you get as soon as you get your nipples pierced. That's every single female answer out there. <laughs> yes. will be like, Oh yeah. That's the one that they put on as soon as I got them done. Yes. Because that's what yep. that is. It's just that those are called uh, studs and they just put them in. They're just called the nipple studs. They slide them in. Not that I'm aware. The saying, you know. I may have well, done some research. I may have, may have, may have told the ex-wife that that was a mandatory thing to have if you want to be with me. And I come back from work and boom, they're done. So, yeah. uh, you know, I've done my research. And as soon as I saw that, I got flashbacks. I was like, oh, dumbbells. You might call them studs. I call them dumbbells. My, uh. I, I may be familiar with them, with a person that uh, is familiar with me. Uh, in the very house that I'm broadcasting from, the uh, CQB. Uh, it's very possible. Very possible that those have, have found their way in. So shut up. Just say they're piercings. Why is he embarrassed about it? It's a big deal. He's Mr. Showing it off with his polo shirt on. And I'm sorry. Like, that's not a taboo. Right. It's I mean, maybe it is for a governor. It's probably embarrassing for him. Well, why yeah. are you showing your pecs? Oh, because I'm well, right. That's what and I, I mean, want to show people that I work out. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. There's a couple of photos. I'm not saying he doesn't look good. He, he actually looks better than I had anticipated. Me too, absolutely. And then now with those quote unquote nipple piercing, he looks even hotter. Uh, I'll buy him a drink. Thank you. If I was at a bar, <laughs> and I see him, I'm like, hey, <laughs> get him a, a lemon drop. Have you seen his nips? They're they're on point. <laughs> Hey, AC, need a drink? All right, come here, baby. I look you up. No problem. That's what he has them for in the first place. Now, Dingleberry Rich as a party. Oh, of course not. Shut up. <laughs> Coronavirus. Update uh, in the world as we speak, as we're recording on April 1st. I didn't even do a stupid April 1st joke today. Uh, April Fools! Uh, uh, you know, when I, I have a big announcement uh, for you uh, today. I, uh, I have lost uh, 300 pounds. April Fools! Uh, so funny, April Fools. I fooled you. Oh, we have 902,000. 507 total cases worldwide. 
of the coronavirus. And I'm sure that that's probably over a million because you have to kind of guess that perhaps China didn't give us the totals properly. Hey, you know, I got numbers inverted here and there. Some things didn't quite add up, right? They added, you know, they didn't carry the one. And so things got screwed up and they misreported how many cases they had. Uh, but we have here in the United States, 199,221 cases. And we've already broken 4,373 deaths. Now, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. It just sounds like, wow, we've got 4,000 deaths. But it's still pretty good. And Mark Levin brings up a good point, too, on Blaze TV, that uh, he can't tell what those numbers are. You know, if I, ha- if I go to the hospital and have one of the underlying symptoms and I get tested positive for COVID-19, but I die, did I die of a heart attack or did I die of COVID-19? I'm not sure how those numbers are, are being populated. And nobody's saying. So, I mean... I know, I know, it's still, the numbers are the numbers, Jeff. That's the way you got to go with it, okay? So just live with it, and that's the way it is. You understand me? And because things are getting so bad, we've asked doctors and nurses to come to New York. You see, I mean, Cuomo is asking, speaking of the great governor Cuomo now with his uh, skull and crossbones, uh, nipple piercings. Uh, the uh, he's asked uh, for doctors and nurses to come to New York. He's called nationwide. We've seen buses and train planes and automobiles of doctors and nurses coming to New York. I don't know that I would do that. I mean, I, I get it. I'm glad that I'm glad they're doing it. But uh, you know, thank you. And we've seen pictures of extra EMT people showing up in the city, and they're setting up camp. I mean, that's great. Bless your hearts. I love you for it. But if it's going to be as rough as our president has said it's going to be in the next two to four weeks, uh, maybe you stay where you're at. Maybe you just kind of stay where you're at. You know, you hunker down where you're at. Even you, doctors and nurses and EMT people, uh, just maybe you stay where you're at and take care of take care of the people where you're at. I mean, we're already look. Is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, hospitals are telling doctors they'll be fired if they talk to the press. Uh, A major medical staffing company just slashed benefits for their doctors and nurses. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? Hold on. I I want you to back up a little bit. What do you mean? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to go and help the sick? Is that what you're asking? Is it worth it to leave where you're at and go into New York and be... Doctors Without Borders uh, in New York. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you want to go help, but if you're a doctor or nurse, you're going to want to help where you're at, right? I mean, we heard the stories. My Some of my favorite stories were um, they were asking in the United Kingdom, right, for retired doctors and nurses to come back yeah, to the I National Health yeah. Service yeah. Uh, and, you know, help with, with work that was coming and that was already there what i was uh I, and and they showed stories of doctors and nurses who were coming back and they were all happy about it i only saw my favorite was the story of uh, the one 
the one former staff nurse who said, uh, after the way I was treated, I would rather shove a rusty six-inch nail up my backside than return to my old job. So I guess she wasn't going to go back. Ouch. <laughs> I, you know, I, there's plenty of people going back to help, no problem. But she was definitely, uh, well, and I say she. I don't know that it was a she. It was a 67-year-old former staff nurse from Manchester who said, after the way I was treated, I would rather shove a rusty six-inch nail up my backside than return to my old job. It doesn't say whether it was a he or she. So, you know what? I apologize. I apologize. And what, at what point, and I know this is, I'm not making fun of this, but I am, well, at what point, are we going to have too many ventilators? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Will we thank have? You. Will thank we you have too many ventilators? Because right now I feel that every single major um, car manufacturer, um, yeah. big tech are doing ventilators. I feel like by now we should have everybody that is sick covered and a potential. I don't know. I don't know. I I hope that's true. I mean, you've got Ford and GE saying they're going to pump out 50,000 ventilators in just 100 days. Uh, Virgin Orbit, Richard Branson, say they're going to pump out ventilators. Ventilator Challenge UK is a group of 14 British manufacturers, including Rolls-Royce, that are making two different ventilator models. Um, Metatronic the $123 billion medical device Metatronic company, they published the specs so that anybody could make a ventilator. You can, you can go out and make your own ventilator if you want. So I'm just wondering, and I hope it comes like tomorrow and not two months from now, that we're overrun with ventilators because it seems like at some point soon, all right, we've got enough ventilators. Let's uh, let's back this production thing off a little bit. You guys, uh, why don't you go back to making some cars again? All right, uh, we're good. We're good. We've got uh, we've got exit twenty four right there by the plant, uh, packed up with ventilators. We don't know where they're going to be shipped out to. So, how about we go back to making some cars again? That would be great. That would be great. Maybe it's just me. I know. Maybe it's just me. I get it. But. Uh, it's- that's not the case. And I want to be sure that we don't go today without welcoming Harry and Meghan to the regular people crowd. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the scum Thank of the you. earth, you peasants. <laughs> How's it feel? How's it feel? Get a job. A, how's it feel to be a now and have to earn your money you peasant they are uh, they're just regular people now and uh did you see, crying did you see how they say their goodbye uh on their social media so they well that was they closed out the sussex account like a day or so ago right saying they were no longer it was over so if and uh at the end of the statement, they put Harry and Meghan. 
Oh. So I told you that he loses Prince. I told you. Yeah. No, no, I know. No, 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 no. Stop. I know that he loses the title, but he's still a prince. No. It, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, Even fine. without the actual fine. title, fine. he's still you. a fine. prince. I'm making fun, calling him, calling him a regular person. I mean, Megan is just a regular person, trailer. But uh, Harry is still a prince. Fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you prince, but you have to add failure, prince. <laughs> There goes, there goes Megan. Prince failure. Prince failure. Uh, Look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This guy. Okay, right here. Here we go. Since we are pretty good at predicting all this stuff, how long until they break up? Oh, that's a that's a that would be a good call. Now, that's a not, good bet to take. This is not something that we wish on them. This is not. This is this is not us wishing them to get divorced, but if you think about it, someone that's been literally, uh -oh. literally fed from a golden spoon his entire life, now he has to work. Okay, and his work, he's not going to be in Burger King. He's not going to be at McDonald's. He's not going to be at Wendy's. You can I know he's going to be the guy that greets you at the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, yeah. you know, with the handheld <laughs> computer. <laughs> but... You know, he's going to have to work, like, go do speeches and stuff like that. I, I mean, they're already crying about not having enough money, right? I mean, we're exactly. seeing stories about them being broke and, and not having the money, which I find have, hard to believe. But they already pulled the emergency button by saying, hey, Donnie, can you pay for security? They already pulled that. They're already, like, they're already calling it, like, the emergency. They're, like, on plan Z right now. What yeah, can that, we do? At the very beginning. Yeah, you're yes. right. They, yeah. So, like. How long until Harry, uh, Prince Failure Harry says, okay, I should listen to, gram uh, to Grandma. I should listen to Dad. Uh, you do not marry the actresses. You just use them as side hustles. Yeah. I feel we're that. Gonna, we're, I'll give you that prediction tomorrow. Because I got to think about that. I got I to gotta actually okay. go back. And okay, look fine. fine. And email us. Uh, your prediction. What do you? Yeah, think? make your predictions. Let's do some chewing yeah. the fat predictions. That's a good call. Yeah. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com, uh, and let's have your predictions on when the. Uh, it's just for fun. We don't want it to actually happen. Uh, the Harry, I'm sorry, the Prince failure Harry, uh, uh, break up with uh, the wannabe queen, Megan, and the kid. What's his name again? Oh yeah, Archie. <laughs> Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. <laughs> so I mentioned on uh, uh, Pat Unleashed as doing my Chewing the Fat segment this morning, uh, Chewing the Fat, uh, doing Pat Unleashed, that uh, Minnesota head football coach, P.J. Fleck, and who doesn't appreciate head coach Fleck, but he had a message that he sent out, and he said in an interview that uh, those that want normalcy, normal isn't coming back ever. Okay. Thanks, coach. He said, uh, but maybe that's a good thing. Everybody wants to keep chasing this norm. When's normal coming back? I got news for you. Normal's not coming back. But who says the new norm can't be better? And he also used one of his lines that brought back a tremendous memory for me. The line was, 
there are no problems. There are only situations. Now, I know that's a coach. I know that's coach speak. But it reminded me of when I was working for uh, Winn-Dixie. I don't know if you know this. I lived in Florida and I worked for Winn-Dixie for a number of years. Uh, when uh, One beautiful sunny afternoon, my supervisor, uh, Frank Botwell, by the way. I'll never forget Frank. Uh, he... We were standing, you know, doing a, you know, walk in the store. And uh, if you've ever been in the grocery business, you know, I walk in the store. And, and uh, but Jeff, there's no problems, Jeff. I just unsolved opportunities. I, and I always remembered that. So he was kind of uh, the PJ Fleck of, of grocery stores. There's no problems. There's only situations. Jeff, there's no problems. I just unsolved opportunities, right? Yes, that's, that's right, Mr. Bowie. You're right. I got you. Don't you worry about it. And as long as we were on sports, let's talk a little bit about Joe Buck. Uh, I kind of like him. Okay, I'm not a big fan, but he's, you know, he's, he, does a, he does a good job. I enjoy him. He's fine. I just not, you know, I just don't. He's okay. He's okay. We'll just leave it at that. Joe Buck, he's okay. But he's been doing these videos using his play-by-play calls for people, you know, doing golf tricks and marble racing and hairlines. And he's been having, he's been having fun doing it, but he said that, uh, he has to make sure that there's nothing in the videos that are going to come back to haunt him. Right. I mean, he says, we go through these videos like the Subruder film, uh, because you're worried that there's going to be something in the background. There's going to be something hidden, uh, you know, like a highlights magazine that we should not focus on. And it still becomes an internet thing. I shouldn't have put my voice on it. I completely understand, completely understand. Well, he said that he's had submissions that are, uh, sex tapes and he wants people to stop sending him sex tapes. He said, he's not going to do the play by play of sex tapes. He said, he's not going to do this. At this stage in his life, so maybe later in life, but not now, uh, that might be funny. Now, I just want to go on record and, you know, I think it would be fun. Privately, I I might do a play-by-play for... For adult tapes. I might do that. I don't know if they'd get through to chewing the fat at theblaze.com or at Jeffy JFR on my Twitter account or Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook or Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram. But you can, you know, give it a shot. And maybe, you know, maybe I'll do a, I'll do a play by play. You never know, do you? No, you don't.